2: Hey, Joe. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hello, I am Dan. Day TGIF. Oh yeah, it's a feel good Friday. So we're gonna make you feel good on this Friday as we go into the weekend. If that's not a good enough feeling, we're gonna be playing some reggae music throughout to vibe you up. Even though there is a storm impending, don't worry about it. Stay safe. Don't act crazy. And you're going to be A-OK. Hunker down with a bunch of beer and minus sandwiches. Life will be good. Also going to make you feel good when we hear from the Joe Rose Show. They're talking to Mi Amigo and fellow Louisianian Davin Godchow. Talking about getting back to work with the Dolphins. Dan Lebatard Show. They're going to link up with former New Orleans Hornet, Baron Davis. Got a Louisiana feel to this today. And then Hawk and Crowder, they talk with the lovely and intelligent Julie Durda, giving you a storm warning on Hurricane Isaias. But right now, let's get to the headlines. Another Marlin tested positive for COVID-19 today, bringing the team's total to 20. Additionally, two Cardinals have tested positive, so the St. Louis-Milwaukee game today is postponed. Derek Jones Jr. says he wants to guard the opposing team's best player every game. The Heat restart their season tomorrow against Denver. The Panthers open their playoff series against the Islanders tomorrow at 4 in Toronto. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. The SEC has decided to play a 10 game conference only schedule in 2020. The conference championship game is still scheduled for December 19th. The Dolphins have claimed 49ers defensive end Ray Smith off waivers and cut safety Ryan Lewis. Miami opens the season September 13th in New England. Conference USA plans on keeping their entire eight game football conference schedule and will allow teams to play up to four non-conference games. Tonight in the MLS's back quarterfinals, it's LAFC in Orlando City at 7.30. And now, gotta do it on a Friday especially, relieve some of the tension. Let's take a step into the day spa. (sighs) A bear here in Florida recently wheeled a man's trash can out of the middle of his driveway and closer to his house. During this COVID outbreak, my love goes to Dr. Fauci first, then that bear. Australian Dominoes have ended a promotion of free pizzas to all Karens who don't act like typical Karens. Yes, how dare they try to reel in my hot messes. After a woman discovered her husband was cheating on her while traveling for business, she sold their house for undervalue and left him while he was away. I would have just left him, but she took it next level. Nice. A village in China feels blessed after a golden monkey has adopted the town as its own. Well, a golden shower from a golden monkey, though? Maybe not so much of a blessing. Hmm. Now on the to weather. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures in the low 80s. This morning, gotta get stoked up for the Joe Rose Show. Friday shows are always full of good energy, especially when they are joined by former LSU Tiger. And now, Dolphin Great because he's playing at a great clip. Davin Godchow, he's from Plaquemine, Louisiana, Green Devil, that's their mascot for the high school. I ran track there once, track meet. Yeah, Plaquemine, Louisiana, big oil refinery town. Just giving you a little insight to Gavin Godchow. Now Davin is going to give you the insight on what it's like to be back at work for the Dolphins, what the Dolphins' practices look like. Also, kinda says, ooh, he's gotta guide those rookies And watching Ozark on Netflix.
1: Defensive tackle for the Miami Dolphins. Devon, good morning. Thanks for the time. Hope you're being safe. And I guess welcome back to football. I'm very happy to say that.
2: Good
4: morning to you guys, man. I'm happy to be back, you know, back in the building, you know. Glad to get back rolling with the guys.
5: Devon, what's the new NFL camp with the COVID-19 protocol? What's it been like for the first few days for you guys? What kind of adjustment has it been? Right now, I
4: mean, me, like the veterans, I mean, we reported on 28, but it's just kind of like getting tested right now. So, I am I think we'll be back in the building on Monday getting active uh, with, like, lifting weights and, like, you know, walkthroughs and things like that. But, I mean, I've been watching the rookies on tape and stuff like that, but it seems like it's kind of different, but it's still not, you know, football is football. It's still going to be physical.
5: Let me ask you, speaking of physical football, as you know, no OTAs, no mini camps, and now no preseason. What's it going to look like once this thing starts up? What do you expect it to look like?
4: Well, first of all, I think guys should be more healthy particularly guys coming off, you know, off-season injuries, you know, I think guys should be more healthy, but I think, you know I mean, just like, for the young guys and for everybody else, you know, just got a lot of things to catch up on, you know, like just getting the sphere of the game back, you know, things like that, you know, like just the timing, like, you know, quarterback and things like that. So, I mean, I think it'll be like, you know, like coming coming towards like a little a little different, but I think, you know, once you get a week or two in, I think everything will be okay.
1: Devon, you know, I know this is a crazy question to even ask somebody, but you're one of the leaders on this team. Are there going to be, you know, conversations you have with the younger guys about being safe during all this? I know they're going to get it from coaches and staff there in camp, but once everybody's in that locker room, are the older guys, you think like yourself, and I mean older, like you're not that old, but you're one of the elder statesmen, are you guys going to have conversations <laughs> with the young guys about being safe and, listen, we all got families, we have to be safe, no one be stupid, are those conversations going to come from the the elder statesmen in the locker room to the younger guys?
4: I mean, but it's kind of self-explanatory, I mean, we in the NFL, you know, making a, a guideline, you know, if you do, you know, do some. Things like bars and stuff like that, like, you're going to be fine. You know, things. So I think a lot of guys you know, don't want to have their money taken out of their pocket. So, I mean, things like that is going to kind of, like, set it up itself but I mean yeah just kind of like be safe outside the building you know I can't tell you, you know where to go I can't tell you where not to go but all I can actually you, you know is just be safe once you you know step out the doors of the Miami Dolphins organization so I think you know when when guys look at it like that and you're know, like you I mean I mean you fight for your brother you playing for your brother each and every day and you don't want to come back and bring your brother you know COVID-19 I think guys going to be safe.
5: Devon besides playing the way you played with so many plays a year ago the amount of tackles you made, defensive tackle. Your other job, you feel like it's to take care of a young Raquan Davis, who's a high draft pick, and get him ready to play as well. Is that going to be part of your job this year?
4: I mean, of course. I mean, you know, me being like like you said, like a leader on the team. You know, I mean, I think you know, I I just kind of lead by example. You know, I think you know he's following the right footsteps. I mean, you know, he's a you know he's a young kid, but he's a hungry kid. You know, he's ready to get out there. He's ready to roll. So I think you know doing the walkthroughs, you know, with the team, and you know like when the best get in on Monday, you know, I think you know just kind of going to lead by example. I'm not really like like, a, like a, a guy getting his face, you know, rotty Rowdy guy like that. But I just kind of lead by example, kind of lead by the way I play.
5: Defensively, what stat do you want to see improve the most this year over last year? What's the one that kind of bothered you in the off season when you looked at the, as a team? I
4: mean, just play great team defense. Overall, I mean, whether that's in the run, whether that's in the pass game, you know, I mean, just kind of getting the offense, you know, behind the sticks, you know, you know, trying to make them get back on track. You know, just things like that, man. I just, you know, I mean, because we got such a talented defense, but, you know, talent only gets you so far. You still have to go in and put the work in and just, you know, just, of course, like, just costing some more turnovers. And just for myself, just, you know, keep improving, you know, keep improving on my pass rush game, you know, just keep taking it, you know, day by day, you know, keep improving it. Listening to my coaches, you know, each and every day, you know, just be a whole dominant defense, man. Just, Just the whole, I mean, all the great defenses I know, they play great run defense. You know, rush the pass on third down, on first down, on second down. Uh, and, and they got turnovers, you know. I, I mean, they got the ball out. So, I mean, it's all about the ball at the end of the day. I mean, we plan to get the ball. It's, it's all about the ball. So, I think once you have a defense that's ready to get turnovers, I think, you know, that, you know, that leads to a great defense.
1: Devon, uh, the locker room's going to have a lot of new faces in it, uh, obviously with a lot of draft picks and a lot of free agents coming in there, uh, especially you guys on the defensive line. Have you got to, you know, obviously you're not, you're not practicing with the guys now, but have you got to talk to a bunch of any of the new guys or, or have a, some conversation? conversations with them before you actually showing up to camp with
4: them? I mean, we'd be on like Zoom calls and stuff like that, but I, I you know, had a chance, you know, to, to meet up and talk to a few of them. Uh, you know, I talked to Kyle. I talked to E-Rob. Elena Roberts had, you know, some conversations in between on Zoom call with Byron Jones, you know, seemed like a very smart guy. Just kind of the new guy, Shaq Lawson, you know, Emmanuel, i know trained with both of them this offseason, so, you know, I mean, just kind of getting accustomed to the guys, you know, seeing what they like, seeing what they don't like, you know, just kind of getting their mindset, you know, everybody, you know, one common goal, and the common goal is to win, you know I mean, you know, and it starts, you know, I mean, it starts in training camp, you're going to start at practice, you know, you're going to start each and every day, you know, by doing the right thing and coming out there, you know, trying yourself to win, you know, I mean, by taking that approach in practice.
5: All right, Devon, I, I've been waiting to do this. I've been waiting to see you to say this. Hey, hey right. Joe, hey, Joe, you, I got I to gotta ask you a question.
4: Yeah. I got to ask you a question. You're asking me all these questions. Let me ask you a question. I gave you a job to do in the offseason when it's when it's COVID-19 stuff first began. Did you ever watch
5: Ozark? I did. Did you I ever? Did. Now, Joe, you let me down, Joe. You never watched no, Ozark. No, no, I did. I watched the first six or seven. I, I'll tell you no, where I am no, right now. Joe. No, 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 no. I want to tell you. No, soon Joe. As, soon as no, the first, Joe. Get, like him, Get him, Devon. Get him. No, no, no. The first cartel guy got killed. So then the next, the bigger oh, cartel no, guys came Joe. in. The money got ripped out. The last one I saw, the girl ripped out all the money and took off. Took it out of the oh, hotel Joe. room. Far as oh, I
4: got. man. That's nothing, Joe. You got to watch, man. Joe, I'm disappointed in you. I'm not even going to lie. I'm disappointed I know,
5: in you. Thank you, Devon. Thank and I love
4: you. I all the I cartel you a job. stuff. I gave right. you one job, too. One job, too. All you to do is go to Netflix and watch Ozark.
5: I'm sorry, and I gave you up, I, I know I know, and I got going on a bunch of other shows, and I didn't go Ozark past like five episodes. I'm sorry, you told <laughs> me it would speed up, and I didn't do it, man. I know I'm gonna give you
4: i'm I'm gonna use the next time I talk to you then. Right. Right. Well, right. Well, listen, I,
5: I got something for you now. So every I'll time continue. I see your LSU, this LSU, you were right, man. That was a badass team. You were right. It was as talented as you said. Yeah. But I, the year before you told me that and you were off a little bit. So your word wasn't as good. But last year, that team was for real.
4: It was for real. New season now. New season, new
5: season. <laughs> you're, in tru- you're in trouble, man. That whole team is gone. You are in trouble this year, man. New
4: season. Oh, I hear you. We'll see.
5: Devon, I just want to tell you that I couldn't be more proud of a
1: guest for Bustin' Joe's Chops because I remember asking you about what you're doing during, the, during COVID-19 and this whole pandemic and what show can we uh, get Joe to watch. And you brought up Ozark, and I was so happy you did. And I'm just so – I couldn't be more proud of a guest right now Yeah, than
4: Bustin' down, Joe's man. ass, right. Responsibility though. Responsibility, Joe. Right. Be
5: responsible, Joe. Accountability, Joe. Just... Accountability, Joe. <laughs> <I haven't... though. laughs> you know what? I haven't even gotten to the casino being built yet. Oh, I didn't even get to God. the casino being built, oh. and I know that's good. Although I hey, did find so out about... his wife, his wife did sleep with her partner before he got killed. <laughs> they, they had sex. Yeah, she... I saw the sex stuff hey, in there. Was... I did see that. She
4: was having she was, she was having an entanglement
5: Hey, I love the fact she goes She says to her husband You've never done that to me before And he just looked at her and she goes Oh, he saw that video oh, He saw that video, Joe He saw that video He, right. saw that video. he goes, right. so my partner, my friend Did this to you? So am I Here we go Get a little freaky with me now, baby Bye, Joe Rose, man, bye Alright,
2: alright Ozark takes, LSU takes some Dolphins information, that's Joe Rose and Davin Godchow chopping it up. Always good times in the morning with the Joe Rose Show. Speaking of chopping it up, Dan Lebitard and Baron Davis kind of got into it earlier.
6: I didn't feel like answering it. You know why? Because you think you know everything, but you don't.
2: I don't think I know everything.
7: Otherwise, I wouldn't ask questions. Well, I would just tell you what I thought. Chippy, chippy, chippy.
2: Why get so chippy? It's a feel-good Friday. We should be feeling good going into the weekend. If you're not yet, no worries on the way. I've got that Dan Levitard, Baron Davis interview and also some good reggae music to make you feel good this Friday on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard right here on 560, The Joe, over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. I recently posted some really cool stuff about one of my heroes, Perry Farrell, who's the lead singer of Jane's Addiction, but more importantly, reunited with his other band, Porno for Pyros, the first time in 24 years. I should have played that, but I remembered... It's a feel-good Friday, and I gotta make you feel good with some reggae music from Chizidek and the Nigerians. This song's called It's Alright. Oh yeah, there may be a storm on the way, but it's all right. We are ready for it here in South Florida. We are hunkered down. We're gonna be safe. Got plenty of funky Buddha beer and just got La Reggae rolling. Coronavirus, Isaias, bring it on. It's all right. Because we're on a feel-good Friday with some good reggae music, and we're taking our time and being safe. Might not be alright between the Dan Levitard Show and Baron Davis. They met up earlier today and didn't have a meeting of the minds. Kind of had a banging of opinions. Most fun and least fun for Baron Davis in the league? You're going to be interested to hear. Also, Shark Dog and Wax Ears are discussed.
7: I wanted to know the most fun and the least fun you've ever had uh, playing for basketball teams, because I've got a couple of guesses, but I'm curious what you would say to that.
6: I would say experience has been incredible. Basketball has saved and changed my life. You know, I say the whole journey has been, you know, something for me that more so than a learning experience, it's an opportunity for growth. So I take it, you know, with a grain of salt, the good and the bad. I think getting drafted, just playing basketball is always like the best feeling in the world. Uh, I would say getting injured is probably the worst.
7: But I would imagine that playing for the Clippers was the least fun that you had. Barron? what was that silence and that was a confirmation uh, was it, was it yeah. that, well, okay uh so what was the most fun what one team one season is the most fun you've had
6: you one is <laughs> wrong like i told you basketball got its ups and downs it's got some good spots some sore spots what do you want me to say
7: i don't want you to say anything other than where where it is that you were having the most fun <laughs> other than what kind of dog is that it sounded like a small dog
6: it's a shark dog. It's swimming in the water. It's swimming in the water. It's half dog, half shark. I've been breeding them over here in my uh, aquarium.
7: What kind of dog is it, Baron?
6: Uh, It's a bite reporter dog. Basically, (laughs) I try to (laughs) bite reporters. And if they see him on the beach, drag him in the ocean, and they'll turn on their shark fins and uh, destroy him.
7: Baron, what happened to this interview? It started with me saying how much I like talking to you, enjoy talking to you over the years. What happened? What did I do wrong? Why are you? Why are you sicking your shark dog on me?
6: Uh, because my dog didn't like the questions you
7: asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you want me to ask you about? Uh, Dunk
6: Society dot com. I mean, that's what I heard you can ask me anything man You just be prepared for the answers that you're gonna get It's early man. I haven't walked my dog yet. What I kind of my do- shark dog?
7: What kind of dog is it? <laughs> Tell the people what you want to tell them about DunkSociety.com.
6: Since quarantine, I know people have been locked up. And, you know, we have slick sports, lifestyle, and culture. Uh, we wanted to do something cool for just, you know, the dunkers out there, the athletes out there. So we came up with a dunk, with a dunk challenge. So a virtual dunk contest. We'll be calling on all the dunkers across the country to basically submit dunks. We're going to give away cash prizes. And we just thought it would be a good way to, like, spread good social worth. You know, making sure that the dunkers are attached, you know, to a charity or a small or a small business. So, you know, just trying to do things from an entertainment standpoint, from a virtual standpoint, to kind of be more, you know, inclusive to you know our sports fans and our sports community because. You know, you see, like, now that the NBA is back, that helps a lot. But there's still, like, you know, <laughs> basketball as a whole or sports as a whole. You know, it's, it's a lot of weekend warriors and people like that. So we wanted to do something to kind of bring the culture and the community of sports and basketball together to of a good cause.
7: All right. I'm going to sink into this because I feel like a prostitute right now. You used our questions to give us nothing. You gave us three minutes no, on no, what no, it no, is no. you came on here to promote. Uh, what do you mean, no? <laughs> got.
1: No, I think in Barron's defense, and I think we're all feeling this as much as we're loyal to you, Dan, and we love you, uh, you usually, you know, you have someone on, you'll ask the right questions, and then you'll go in, worst time in basketball, you know the worst time Baron Davis has ever had playing basketball, and he objected to that question right out of the gate. Well, gates. but let me I mean, explain
7: to you what happened, and well, I'll explain it. You actually,
6: you don't. You know why? You're wrong. So. so you can predict whatever you want but speaking for Baron Davis ain't what you supposed to be doing. Uh, but and I predicting how-
7: I wasn't speaking for you Baron. I asked you the question and you didn't answer it. I I wasn't speaking for you. I was asking you because I didn't know.
6: Absolutely, I didn't feel like answering it. You know why? Because you think you know everything, but you don't.
7: I don't think I know everything. Otherwise, I wouldn't ask questions. I would just tell you what I thought. But honest I to God, if I'm here. being totally honest, I couldn't remember whether you played for those eighth-seeded Warriors or not because that's what I thought the answer was to the most fun you've ever had. But I couldn't totally remember off the top of my head whether you were the point guard on that team. That's what happened.
6: I would say the best time I had like I said is when I got drafted basketball has ups and downs. You know what I mean? There's some good times and some bad times. What you think would be my worst moment is probably not my worst moment. And when I asked, when I asked the question, I did answer your question. I said I got hurt. I said that was the worst moment. Oh, but you okay. failed to clean out the wax in your ears and hear what I was saying. <laughs> so, now back
1: to Dan's defense, we Baron.
6: Baron. We did no, not no, hear no, that. No, well, mean, hold
7: on a second, though. I do not appreciate being accused of dirty ears, Baron Davis. I don't appreciate that. You clean the wax out of your ears. Hairy ears.
6: Hairy ears. You clean the hair
7: out of your ears. You have hair in your ears, Baron Davis. I'm more of like an earwax guy. Another segment. You want to do another segment? <laughs> <It's laughs> Talk Monday, <laughs> Billy, what Billy. why did you fall? In, why did your hands fall into your face, Baron? You want to do the rest of the show with us today? You want to do the show with us until one o'clock you know Eastern?
6: Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go walk my my dog, and I gotta go take him to the ocean and surf him.
7: That's right, because so, you got a shark uh, I'm dog. I'm here. All right, let's call, All right, yeah, let's call him back while he's walking his <laughs> shark dog. We're gonna call him back. Thank you, Baron. For being <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right we're gonna call you back yes. we're gonna call you back i'll be here all day all right yeah it's all great right. i'll be here
2: all day can't well, wait for this the next hour
7: ladies and gentlemen one hour straight
2: with co-host baron davis and his shark dog were dan Lebetard and baron davis joking with each other or kind of fighting with each other yes both did baron davis come back for the rest of the hour yes he did and it got a little crazy so, what you can do is download the Dan Lebitard podcast, or you can download the podcast for this show, or some of the other shows here on 560 The Joe, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com, and if you have any questions about Baron Davis, about Dan Lebitard, about myself personally, hit me up at Dan DanDayRadio on Twitter. No question about it, Hawk and Crowder, kings of the afternoon when it comes to sports talk, But they're not always 100% focused on sports. They are always 100% focused on you.
0: Isaias. Isaias. Salado got it. Yeah, yeah. Isaias. Good job, Salado. So
3: it is uh, 4 o'clock, and what is the latest on Isaias?
0: All right, guys.
2: Julie Durda, meteorologist, former NFL cheerleader, and just great all-around person, going to get us updated on Isaias after this on The Best of the Joe Show. This is The Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan day, and oh, doesn't it feel good? That we've made it to another feel-good Friday. This is my guy right here, Ross Clever with Rasta. Ah, that skanking beat can only mean the weekend has arrived. Ross Clever with Rasta. Uh, let that take you away. Don't you feel as though with the quarantine we're a little more prepared for a storm than usual? We've kind of stockpiled, kind of sheltering in place, not really going out, not really doing anything. Nonetheless, be very careful this weekend as Isaias nears the Florida coast. In fact, I want to get you as up to date on Isaias as I possibly can. I'm going to say it as much as I can because I don't know if I'll ever say Isaias That much in my life again, but nonetheless, hopefully it won't be that big of a deal. We'll get through it nice and smooth. We're doing our best to make sure it is a smooth, smooth transition for you. So load up on some Funky Buddha. Get ready. There's plenty of sports this weekend. Tomorrow, around 4 o'clock, we're going to have the Panthers on right here on 560. The Joe. The Heat also played tomorrow around 1 o'clock under the Pelicans. They let me down last night. I'm originally from New Orleans, of course. They lost at the last second. Brandon Ingram missed a shot. Zion Williamson barely played at 20 years old. He looks like he's in worse shape than JJ Redick, who is 36. Don't let me rant on that. Let's get back. Focus on the storm. Isaias nearing Florida's coast. We could be feeling some effects in Miami-Dade as soon as tonight. But why are you listening to me talk about it when you could hear the lovely Julie Durda giving you the information? She's smarter. She sounds better. She's cooler than I and she was hanging out with Hawk and Crowder earlier. They pronounce the storm correctly in case you need some pronunciation help. They also do some tracking and warning. Also, why is there a European model of the storm? And Solana agrees, so that's good.
3: We are obviously keeping a keen eye on Hurricane, one more time, Solana. Isaias. Isai- I'm not that certain that's good. correct. I, is that? I don't know if that was correct. <laughs>
8: I don't know. I called it.
3: Julie. Julie Derda is a certified meteorologist at WPLG Local 10 here in Miami. Friend of the program. She gave us plenty of time yesterday. We're not going to waste her time today. I just want to get a quick update. You should follow Julie Derda on all her social media outlets so you can stay informed throughout the weekend as the storm approaches. One more time, Julie. Isaias? Isaias. Isaias. Colorado got right.
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah, Good job, Solano. So
3: it is uh, 4 o'clock, and what is yeah. the latest on Isaias? All
0: right, guys. So we talked about yesterday the uncertainty once it pushed off of Hispaniola. It looks as though we got to be prepared for definitely feeling tropical storm force winds, which is 39 miles per hour to 73 miles per hour. And I just peeked at the European model And for the first time in all the model runs, it does put landfall between Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach right around the border. Again, that means that we would be dealing, it's expected to be a Category 1 hurricane, but, you know, hurricane specialists Brian Norcross and Max Mayfield always said you always add about 10 to 15 more uh, miles per hour to what you possibly are expecting when they Release the intensity of a forecast so we could be dealing with the possibility of a category one hurricane making landfall if the european model does pan out or if we split the difference like i said yesterday being so eerily close to our coastline in northern Broward County that it's no joke. Like it would be seriously threading the needle of barely a little bit of an ocean and then the land that it's basically just staying offshore. So our most important thing is I want everybody to know Brian Norcross said something today that I want you to take to heart if you live in northeastern Broward County because you're already under a tropical storm warning. Actually, much of Broward County inland is a tropical storm watch. have updated the metro coastal areas of Fort Lauderdale to a tropical storm warning. And then Miami-Dade, the warning has started for the coastal areas of Miami-Dade. Miami, if you're listening, I still want you to be prepared. You could be dealing with tropical storm force winds. I'd say Broward County, northeastern Broward County, if you're at the border like Boca Raton up by West Palm Beach, that whole area. If you live near the coast, you're right on, you know, A1A or US1. If you have a shutters, he suggested that it's not a bad idea. Maybe tomorrow you think about closing them. As of right now, I don't think anybody else needs to worry about getting shutters because we're talking about, you know, category one hurricane or we're talking about strong tropical storm force winds. That's the update. I don't think it's the good news you wanted to hear on a Friday after telling everybody how great stocks were, but You know, it's the reality that I have to, I got to bring you guys and I want to keep you safe. And it is really important though. I told Solana this, make sure you're following me, Julie Dirda WPLG, because in the middle of the night, I'll be doing the updates. So when you wake up, you hear the thunder and you hear the howling winds and you can't happen to turn on the TV. You only have your phone next to you. Make sure you're following me because I'll be starting to do the updates tomorrow at 4 5 a.m. Uh, until probably, I think we're extending our newscast, actually, to go all day tomorrow. And then it should be making landfall Saturday night into Sunday. So we'll continue that, too. So it's going to be a busy week for um, us meteorologists, keeping you guys safe. So I really want you to heed the warnings and just pay attention to what you're seeing. Because this thing's so close that things could shift in, you know, each model run seems to shift west and then back east. So it's over the water, or it's hugging our coast, or like I said, the European model, this last one actually showed it making landfalls. So again, we have time to watch it. You guys, we're used to it. We can handle tropical storm force winds, we can handle a hurricane. It's okay. I don't want anyone to panic, but I do want you to be alert and aware. And bring in that lightweight furniture we talked about, and any of those pool toys or anything you may have outside.
8: Yeah, Julie. If the stock market's great enough, I don't give a damn what the weather's doing. But um, <laughs> that might it just might be blow me.
3: your money away. It might <laughs> blow your money
0: away. Well, you're staying Julie. inside anyway, right? We got <laughs> to stay home and stay safe. So I yes, mean, ma'am. you're just going to look at the rain and the wind out your window. So just make sure none of the stuff you bought to keep the kids busy during this time is flying away okay that's
8: (laughs) you brought up in one thing and we're going to be quick this is my only question julie but you brought up that european model And this Uh is something that me and my friends talk about.
0: Julie, why when
8: they put the spaghetti strands out there? Why does the European strand seem to be better than the American strands?
0: I don't know if this is even a well put together question. (laughs) You know, that is a great question and I don't have an answer for you because it runs the same amount of model data that the GFS model does, the hurricane model, the Assemble model basically takes all of the models together together and puts a general idea out for us. So it's like the average. Uh, I got to tell you, you're absolutely correct, though. For some reason, that model seems to do very well. It did very well with Dorian. It did really good with Hannah that we just saw that went to Texas. I have to tell you, for being down here for 15 years, one of the most difficult things I've realized that the doctors and the specialists and the major meteorologists that really help us with all this data and gather it for us is the intensity of a storm when it comes to just the raw environment that it's in, forecasting it 12, 24, 36, 48 hours out. And unfortunately, that's where we're living right now. Like, this thing is about 36 hours out. So unfortunately, the environment... Is so hostile that we don't know if the high pressure is going to weaken and this trough is going to dive down at the right time that this cluster of storms is lifting to the north. That it was the same thing with Dorian. We didn't know if that front was going to dive down enough to keep us safe here in Florida. But all the models, with the exception of the European model, had kept this system, you know, offshore and offshore. No, it's coming our way. Then it's coming our way. And the European model was like, no, it's staying over the northwestern half of the Bahamas. So that's why I'm bringing to your attention that this is the first model run by the European model, that it does make landfall between Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach. All
3: right, Julie Durda, you'll watch her on Local 10, follow her on social media, Julie Durda, WPLG. And uh, so mm-hmm. would you say that the the percentage chance this weekend in Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties that uh, you'll get rain and wind is about 100%? Mm-hmm.
0: Miami-Dade, not as much as of Broward and in towards West Palm Beach and Broward, I really want you to pay attention to the storm. Miami-Dade, you're not out of the loop because, again, the outer bands that stretch, I think last I looked at the advisory at 11, the tropical storm force winds, which are 39 miles per hour to 74 miles per hour, stretch out from the center 204 miles. And so that system's literally going to be maybe 100 miles off our coast. so We're all going to feel the tropical storm-force winds. It just depends on where you're at to actually feel more of a gust or if it's just more of a breeze. So right. I, I'd, I'd prefer everybody be prepared for tropical storm-force winds, at least, in the rain.
3: Okay. Any any chance that it strengthens to a 2 or a 3?
0: Uh, absolutely, there's a chance for... I, I would say a 2. I don't think there's enough time for it to be a 3 because as I just told you, the intensity is so difficult to forecast when right. you're just open the ocean water and you're Assuming, remember we talked about this yesterday. I think Crowder said, you know, could it be a two? Could it be, a, yeah. I mean, they assumed that the system would weaken so much when it interacted with land, but it really didn't. I mean, it came off the coast with like seventy miles per hour. So
3: stay aware. And the next update official is uh, less than an hour, right? Five o'clock.
0: Yeah. So the forecast cone at five is very important because you'll get a new uh, lat long, a new advisory on the wind strength. Because I think they sent out Hurricane Hunter aircraft and a new forecast cone, which will probably push more west if they're now averaging out that new model run by the European model. But then again, the European model does go through. There's another model that'll run tonight, and then we'll see what happens there. And another model running tomorrow morning. And another one, you know, it, it's a cycle. So we just gotta wait and see which wave uh Very interesting storm. I told you yesterday, to begin with, we were like, there's no center of circulation. It's just showers and storms. It's been a very complex system to digest the information and forecast not just the strength, but the path of it. So everybody just be prepared.
3: Anything you need to add, Solana? I think, Julie, uh, you and I are on the same page once again here, so that's that's good.
0: I appreciate that. Good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. I'm glad you right. didn't see anything sure. that maybe I missed. Yeah.
3: No, <laughs> very good. It's, this, is, this is the rare occasion where it's almost like the American and the European models are in a concert.
0: Yeah, we, we have, agree.
3: You, you have, yeah, Julie and uh, Solana yeah. agreeing yeah. on uh, everything that's been uh, yeah. said. So. Checking my notes.
0: Eventually, I would probably say we got two more runs, and then they'll definitely agree by then. It typically happens like within the last 12 hours of when the storm is expected to make its true landfall or a forward path. We'll, We'll definitely know by tomorrow.
3: Start feeling the effects of it tomorrow for sure.
0: Well, in Miami-Dade and the Keys, you'll feel it tonight. You'll start to see gust okay. in the 30s tonight. So that's why I'm saying not everybody, some areas are going to have it worse than others, but not everybody's just going to have, there's not one spot in South Florida that's going to be blue skies, dry conditions, and no breeze. And you're in Unless you're on the West Coast, Solana. actually. You've got to go all the way West.
3: Solana, you agree? Yeah, I mean, those bands are no joke, right, Julie? <laughs> okay.
8: Yes. <laughs> just, all right. Just. <laughs> Yes. All right. Very good, <laughs> Julie.
3: We appreciate it. We know that you're busy. Real, you guys are uh, awesome. Real you're busy. Awesome, so awesome. again, follow yeah. Julie Durda on all her social media outlets because she will keep you informed as the storm approaches and then passes, and hopefully passes without any uh, any disruption yeah. to States our lives. East, east, so. yes. east.
0: Again, I hate saying that because then I feel bad for the Bahamas, Northwestern Bahamas, still trying to recoup from Dorian. There's really no winning in this situation whenever yeah. we talk about tropical systems. so Yep. So, see, somebody's got to have to take the worst of it.
2: Julie Durda, meteorologist, angel. She is just absolutely wonderful, even delivering bad news, which is a storm is on the way to batten down the hatches. Of course, follow her once again on Twitter. She will keep you up to date, can never take storms too seriously. Trust me, I've lived through Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans if you don't take it serious, it can come up and bite you. So I am definitely, I know I joke and I say, go buy as much Funky boot but that's not really a joke. I'm going to go buy a lot of beer when I get off of work tonight and stock up for the weekend. But I'm not going to be going out sightseeing and doing all this other craziness. Just lay low. You're supposed to be laying low anyway because of COVID. So you can lay low for a different reason this weekend. It'll be new and exciting with your Netflix and At least we got some sports this weekend. The Heat are going to be playing. The Panthers are going to be playing. Basketball is back. Hockey is back. WNBA kicking off. Go Connecticut Sun. You know, on the Hawk and Crowder show, we are fans of the Connecticut Sun. Yeah. Got a lot to look forward to this weekend. Maybe not going to the beach as much. Maybe not running around town as much. But that's okay. You'll be safe. And that's the number one thing. Be safe. Have fun no matter what you do. Have fun being safe. Now, let's have fun. With the Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers Kind of the week that was If you don't listen to Hawk and Crowder On Friday I put together a montage of everything crazy and kooky That happened on the show Here she is
5: Hawkman highlights, highlights. Crowd- Crowder crowd pleasers
2: Crowd-pleaser.
1: Bienvenidos al hockey Crowder show Brought to you in
5: Miami Hi
3: Come on with it Come on with it Speaking of
8: Dude, said a mouthful right there. Come on with it. Come on with it. I can't wait. Highlight. If you can slide in the strip club, eat a ten-piece chicken wing, grab some lobster, throw a hundred bucks and leave, and now you're two hundred down, those are entertainment dollars. Yep. Lou just Lou was just spending some entertainment dollars. That's Hawk, right. You you taught me that. Hawkman highlight. Ta ta delicious. I thought her mom had a stutter. Edison Volquez. And Hawk go to the same barber. And all the snookin' snookin' I loved her in high school. I didn't know she had BO and underarm hair. So a great, great analogy you just gave.
3: I, I have been using deodorant sporadically. Yeah. Get a highlight, boy. Get your ass out of our country. <laughs>
8: yeah, that's exactly what they said. You no
3: Dirty, boozee. filthy, virus ridden <laughs> Americans. Get out of here. Mmm.
8: delicioso. But
3: it's in the red. I
8: hate that son, of bitch. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass right, son. Ta delicious. Come on! Come on, do it! You are policeman today, you are not princess.
3: Come on with it! This tugboat. <laughs>
8: This damn taco. <laughs> Where are the chitlin crocs? Where's the, the, the collard green crocs? Get it out of here, fried chicken crocs. I'll smack their mouth.
0: Hi.
3: You are
8: stupid.
3: You should stay in your house. You should not go out. You should not procreate. You shouldn't have any friends. You shouldn't have any
8: family. You are stupid. i smack them mouth. Edison Volquez. Get a highlight, boy.
3: I, I have been using deodorant sporadic.
8: Get your ass right, son. Get out of here. I'm worried about old Dan Day. I'm um, um, pleased.
2: <laughs> when Crowder says, I'm worried about old Dan Day, that's after I gave JFig the suggestion to watch the movie Deliverance. And every time I even think of the movie Deliverance, I kind of cringe, but ooh, it's a classic. It's a classic, classic. Oh, man. Karens have been classic this whole entire COVID-19 outbreak. Recently, one had a gym sighting. Don't get involved. Don't
9: get involved. Don't get involved. Hey, don't get involved. I'm the wrong person to get involved yeah. with. You have no idea who I am. Don't do it. I'm just warning you. Just don't saying, do it. No, I'm just saying. Stop. You weren't here when this started. Yes. I was being nice. Business? Put your mask on. The virus will attack them. Put it on. What's up,
2: guys? They won't serve me.
9: The they won't serve me because these people don't if have their the to be on while you're in the cafe, but you But this guy had
0: Doesn't she have it on? Look at
9: this guy. He doesn't have it uh, on. Screw it, then. No, then I don't need And what's your name? I'm Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. You need to pay attention. Tell them to put their mask on. Okay, if you're sitting down eating. the you guys
7: are falling for this. When you're system.
9: sitting down eating, do you hear what are you thinking? When you're sitting down eating, the virus won't affect anybody. That is a stu- don't be brainless. That's And crazy. you don't get involved where you're not supposed to, unless you know who you're talking to, honestly. I'm just okay, just no. mind your own business. I was here being kind by of like <laughs> Mind your, your own business, lady. Don't, don't get me. involved. with the wrong people. Trust me on that. I'm over this. I'm over
2: it. Woo! Speaking of coronavirus, the Marlins not playing. I don't know. They got another COVID-19 positive test today, bringing the total to 20. Not supposed to play till early next week. They're definitely not playing this weekend. So let's relive some of the highlights from what was, at least so far, a very short Marlins season.
3: And Corey Dickerson with a high drive. Oh, man. And what a blast to right field. Corey Dickerson with a home run. His first as a Marlin is a moonshot. Hoskins rips it. Anderson makes the catch, and it's a Marlins win. So they do what they wanted to do. Go to Philadelphia where they've played well, get out of town with a series win and get this season off on the right foot. You will
6: know, never really considered not playing from my standpoint. We're taking risk every day. Every day we're taking risk. So uh, that's what the players all around the league are doing. Um, you know, you travel all the time. You know, it started with this road trip. You're traveling, you're in planes, you're in buses, you're in different hotels. Uh, it's the risk that that we take. Um, and I think we just have to, you know, I'm going to go all the way back to Michael Hill told us early on, you know, we're going to have to be, we're going to have to be you know, adjustable. We're going to have to be flexible. We're going to, have to be patient. Uh, we're going to, have to deal with a lot. We tried to set ourselves up to deal with a lot in different scenarios. Um, so we're getting tested early. Hopefully we're not getting tested later. We're, Hopefully
2: we can pass this test. Oh, no, there's going to be a lot more testing. That was all said before the big outbreak on the team. So come on, let's get healthy, Marlins. And if you're healthy, let's stay healthy. Inside the NBA bubble, Portland and Memphis going at it in overtime right now. Portland leads 135-126. Go Portland. I like Portland and I hate Memphis because I'm originally from New Orleans and they're kind of a rival team. But Enough with the hate. Stay safe this weekend from COVID, from Isaias, and from any other dangers. Be a good person, love on one another, and have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday night, 6 o'clock, for another edition of the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug.
1: T-Mobile has invested
2: billions to light up America's largest 5G network,
1: from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours